every indication that the the fact that Maduro's plane was parked on the tarmac and he was preparing himself to depart is a fact. This is USA Radio News. The tradition. The suspense. The race. The Kentucky Derby is the pinnacle of horse racing. Rocket Mortgage is giving away 20 VIP trips to witness the Kentucky Derby in person. And one lucky winner will receive $250,000. Use it to purchase your dream home or pay off your mortgage. Enter today at homestretchsweepstakes.com. The fashion, the mint juleps, the parties. This is your opportunity to experience it all firsthand thanks to the Rocket Mortgage Homestretch Sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win $250,000 and one of 20 VIP trips to the Kentucky Derby. The Rocket Mortgage Homestretch Sweepstakes. Enter today at homestretchsweepstakes.com. No purchase necessary. 21 years or older. Ends on April 7, 2019. Homestretchsweepstakes.com. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Democrats are pressing forward with investigations of the president. Hakeem Jeffries, the chairman of the House Democratic Caucus, says despite pushback from the White House, Congress will do its job. Well, we will use every available legal means to make sure that the administration complies with our constitutional responsibility to conduct oversight on behalf of the American people. That oversight includes investigation into President Trump's business and personal finances, as well as other offshoots from the Mueller investigation. The president has made every effort to quash congressional subpoenas, most recently filing a lawsuit against Deutsche Bank and Capital One Bank to try and block them from responding to Congress's subpoenas. On Wall Street, the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq Composite had their highest closings on record, marking a resurgence for the stock market after a rout last year hampered its climb. You're listening to USA Radio News. One of the greatest moments for expectant mothers and fathers is getting to meet your baby for the first time. Let Baby's First Image introduce you to your little bundle of joy through a 3D or 4D HD ultrasound. Enjoy our spacious, relaxing ultrasound office with plenty of room for excited family members to share the experience with. Our techs have over 20 years of ultrasound experience and our high-tech imaging gives you an amazing first glimpse of your baby. Book your appointment today at babiesfirstimage.com. That's babiesfirstimage.com. The Showroom at South Point presents Frankie Shinta, the showman. Music, impressions, comedy, all rolled into one incredible performance. Blue skies up above everyone, someone above with me, that's May 3rd and 4th, starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets at SouthPointCasino.com at the box office are charged by phone 702-797-8055. Frankie Shinta at the South Point. You people are wonderful, thank you. At Nothing But Cakes, lingering is encouraged. When you step into Nothing But Cakes, the aroma of freshly baked bun will immediately lift your spirits. Choose from 10 luscious bun flavors and 40 unique cake designs. Then browse the treasure trove of -of one-of-a-kind gifts, charming cards, and inspired decorator items. The nostalgic decor, playful atmosphere, and friendly staff at Nothing But Cakes make the perfect backdrop to your quest for bun perfection. Find the four valley-wide locations to serve you at nothingbuntcakes.com. 
Hey shoppers, the businesses here on the Radio Shopping Show have shown you love with great deals they offer. Return that love by returning to our businesses without a certificate. They will appreciate it and so does AM1400 KSHP. Keep the receipt from any active Radio Shopping Show business. Write your name and shopper number on the receipt, bring that receipt to KSHP and drop it in our bowl. KSHP will draw receipts monthly for fantastic prizes. So get in on the winning by supporting the businesses that support AM1400 KSHP. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. Give me the green light. Cause I'm ready to go. Get ready to kick it up a notch. If you live and breathe sports, then this is the place to get your hot takes. Welcome to Vegas Sports Hub. Vegas Sports Hub. With your host, Ian Rakelli, on KSHP AM 1400. Or stream the show live at KSHP.com. Now, turn up the volume and get ready for Vegas Sports Hub with Ian Rakelli. Welcome to Vegas Sports Hub here on KSHP, 1400 AM. I am your host, Ian Rakelli. We got my co-host, Ethan Gettemeyer. Hello. Alongside me. How fitting that we played the intro for the Vegas Golden Knights just as the San Jose Sharks made their intro into uh, their game against the Colorado Avalanche. You know, how funny would it be had, had the Sharks actually used John Wick mode as their song against Vegas? All right, hey, what was the San Jose Sharks goal horn? Do you remember? No, I don't. Uh, Something stupid. Well, I'm going to say I think it would be fitting that if next year the Sharks come to the T-Mobile Arena, would it be funny if the Golden Knights played their goal horn if somebody uh, scored? I think to intimidate them, they would just be playing the Jaws theme song all, all night. Well, no, I just think it would be interesting, right? Because, like, you see somebody like Marsha Salt, he scores a goal, and all of a sudden you hear the Sharks theme it's start like a, playing. It's it's right, like exactly. a deep train horn. Right. Or if you just saw the Jaws song where it's like... Actually, I'll see if I can find it. I probably can. if you can, definitely load that up into the Matchbox. Yes, I will. Because I think that would be interesting if like a team used the opposing team's song. And speaking of songs, for our second segment, Ethan knows what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm not prepared for this. I have my MLB home run songs I'm going to play for Ethan on the second hour our second hour, not second segment. Second oh, hour? Shit. When did we start going two hours? Uh, we're actually going to go uh, for our second hour. We're going to do Monday and Tuesday now on Vegas Sports Hub, 7 p.m., starting ha- in May. I don't have the thing to load in the matchbox. So well, just, that sucks. Well, I'll, that disappointing. I'll, ju- I'll just do this. All right. This is boring. Yeah, it's definitely very boring. Why do you think they're San Jose? And hey, I think San Jose is a good team. I mean, hey, Golden Knights fans, I think they would appreciate that. When okay, I'm that. I'm glad you brought this up because oh boy, I, I'm I don't like the Golden Knights fans right now. Oh boy, here All, we go. I'm sorry if you're a Golden Knights fan. Suck it up, get over it. Yes, the mistake was made. The NHL apologized. You don't need to go on this tirade. 
They have moved on. They are three games into round two. This is not going to bring back game seven of the first round. They've moved on. Let it go. Wait for next season. The thing that Vegas fans don't know how to do is deal with a loss. Okay, when did you meet Emperor Palpatine? <laughs> About but two weeks ago. But just let the hate flow through you, my yeah. man. Yes! But man, but you can't really can't blame the fan base for that, can you? You can, because they won't stop crying. The NHL has already apologized. They've already said, we made a mistake. They're not letting the refs uh, into round two, round three, or the finals. That's already been established. Okay, but I want you to explain to me how it is the fan base's fault. Because you keep talking about... It's not about the fan base's fault. Well, that's what you, literally what you just said. They're crying. It's... Okay. I think you've been in too many Facebook groups, my friend. Probably. Uh, well, there's one Facebook group I'm not going to mention that it's just annoying me. I'm ready to leave. And this is where I'm getting my, my rant at. I don't like the fans in this group, and I've met a whole bunch of other fans who all they do is cry and complain because of that call from for Cody Eakin. They said, yes, it, w- it should have been a four-minute penalty. I will completely agree. Right, a double minor. Right. Yes, that's fine. And the fact that he got ejected, I will say that was not right, and that was completely stupid, and I'm glad they apologized. Okay, so we're still on the same point here. I want to see where we differ. We're three games into round two. And there are still Golden Knight fans talking about Game 7 and how they should bring it back to Round 1 and replay the game. The fact of the matter is, it's not going to happen. Okay, well, we're going to do a different sport here, but New Orleans Saints fans still complain about that call versus the Rams in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. In fact, they still want that game to be protested. Well, and it's been and now months from now. And now they're making a, a league change, a rule change to... Replay pass interference calls. Just like how the NHL, there has been a proposal or there has been discussion about changing the rule where you can review major penalties. Yeah. You heard about that. Yeah. And I completely am on board with it. Okay, so then what's the problem? Because I get that you can't review, I can't, you can't replay a game. I get that. But if that's your only problem, then I've got to say I totally disagree with you. How so? Because... Having a passionate fan base, I'm going to call them what it is. They're a passionate fan base right now. Okay. And I understand that when you're passionate about something, you are going to complain about something when your team that you are passionate about is wronged. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Chicago Blackhawks, anytime they've been wronged, are you passionate about it? No. You're not passionate when there's been a bad call or there's been something that's happened against the Chicago Blackhawks. No, because I get up, dust, dust off that call, and I move on. I really? look forward. And the fa- and Golden Knight fans need to look forward. I mean, I was going to use an example about how the Buffalo Sabres, it's been 20 years since the goal, since there was the uh, skate in the crease, and the Buffalo Sabres fans still talk about that. Yeah, and they need to move on. We're 20 years past from that. But they're never going to move on because that was Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. If that goal was not allowed, Buffalo could have won, won the Stanley Cup. Do we have a boo-hoo button? Well, it's not a boo button. It's a, it's a crybaby button. No, we do not have Because that's exactly game. what all the Golden Knight fans are to me right now. Man, shots are being fired right now, man. I feel like there's going to be people that are going to be tweeting at you. If you want to tweet at him, 24Ethan24. Isn't that your Twitter handle? Uh, I believe so. I will pull it up right now, and I will give you the correct one. At 24 underscore Ethan underscore. All right, so everybody who wants to tweet uh, bad comments. Bring not, me your hate. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, do not direct it towards at Vegas Sports Hub. That's our official Twitter account. Go, and Instagram. Go, go follow it. 
and Instagram and Facebook. Thank you. Yeah, do not and dir- visit the website vegasportshub.com. See, he's better at this than I am. <laughs> now, when we look at when we look at this, I want to talk about all the series that are going on right now. Because we could have just asked the second question right off the bat that I have on my sheet, but we've basically gone through five minutes talking about this already, about how teams and how passionate the fans are. Cool. So check that. We're gonna uh, check that right off the yeah. list. So what I wanted to get into is. When it comes to these series, we just saw Columbus beat Boston. They're up 2-1 right now in the series. And right now we're seeing Colorado and San Jose being played live as it is right now. I'm pulling for Colorado. I'm, I'm really liking this Kale Maker kid or McCarr. However McCarr. you say it. McCarr. Yeah. I, I really like him. He's a really good defenseman. Okay, so let me ask you this. Why do you have Colorado winning? I don't have. I never said I had Colorado winning. I just said I had them favored to I, I guess I did have yeah, them yes, win. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think they're more of an aggressive team than San Jose in the second round. I mean, if you look at it, they know how to uh, pass the puck. They know how to uh, dump and chase, where as they're getting around San Jose's defense fairly easy in these past three games. And they're putting more shots on net than I believe San Jose has in game two. So far, I should well, say. Well, you could also talk about the hits, too, because Colorado yeah, they, is a hard-hitting team, too. I said they were an aggressive team. Well, aggressive, hard-hitting. It's, it's different, but at the same time, it's similar. Eh, yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, that Ian Cole guy, not just because he has the best first name out of them all. I would disagree. But when it comes to Ian Cole, he's a very good defenseman when it comes to hard-hitting. Mm-hmm. And he, he can put pucks on net. And he can throw down, too. He was, oh, like, in yeah. the top ten in penalty minutes. Wasn't that when he was in Pittsburgh? In Pittsburgh and this in, year as well. In, yeah, okay. I, I didn't see a lot of his fights in this year, but I remember when he was in Pittsburgh. Yeah. He was in the box quite a bit. That is true. Now, when we look at the other two series we have not mentioned yet, Carolina and the Islanders, is it just a foregone conclusion that Carolina is moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals? No. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, yes, Carolina has a two-game series lead, but truly that doesn't mean anything. I mean, we saw it in the Vegas-San Jose uh, San Jose came back and basically killed Vegas. Uh, sorry. Uh, not sorry. Uh, but, you know, the Islanders, they're kind of like Colorado. They're an aggressive hockey team. Uh, so the fact it's not safe to say that Carolina is moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals, even though I would like to. I'd okay, love well, to, who do you have in the Eastern Conference Final? Tell everybody who you have. The final two teams? Carolina-Columbus. Explain to me why it's going to be Carolina-Columbus. Gut feeling, <laughs> well, Columbus just uh, beat Nash or Boston tonight. Nashville, what the heck? Yeah, they didn't beat Nashville. <laughs> no, they didn't. Nashville's out of they the first round. Ba- they are not back in the Western Conference. <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, Columbus beat Boston tonight, two to one. That was, to be completely honest, that was a scary game. I saw Boston <laughs> taking way more shots than I would have liked them, than I would have liked to have seen. Uh, but in the end, Columbus's defense really saved the day, and so did Bob. Sergei Bobrovsky is a very good goalie. I have to say, if Bobrovsky was injured for any amount of time during the postseason, during the playoffs, Columbus isn't moving on. Right, because they have Keith Kincaid as their backup. Well, it's not even that, but they have Corpusalo. Corpusalo, yes, he's a very capable backup, but all of this is riding on Bobrovsky. Well, it's also riding on that top line, too. Oh, well, yeah, but definitely. And, you know, the funny thing is, is I just saw on the TV, Matt Calvert, he was in Columbus last year. He was a big part of Columbus's run last year, but 
never had any well, help. Well, and also there was another person who just walked by who actually was part of Columbus as well, Ian Cole. Ian Cole and Matt Colvert were both in Columbus. Not last year, though. Yes. Last year, Pittsburgh traded Cole to Columbus. Was it? Uh, at the trade to, deadline. I have to look that up. Hang on. Yeah, at the trade just deadline, it went to Columbus. No dead air. Keep talking. So when it comes to Columbus, in fact, actually, there was an interesting question I was going to ask you earlier today. If Columbus was still in the Western Conference. Oh, that's they crazy. Were, I had they no were, idea. Because they were for the first decade of their existence, the Columbus Blue Jackets. If the Blue Jackets were still in the Western Conference, would they be, not just in the second round, but do you think they could actually make a deep run if they were in the West as opposed to the East? Oh, that just depends on where you put them. Do you put them in the Central or the Pacific? Because, well, they, well, they would have been in the Central. So, no, because you have a very scary St. Louis team. I hate I hate St. Louis with a passion, but St. Louis is scary, dude. They are very scary. I'm, I don't see... As much as I want it, I don't see Dallas moving on. Uh, St. Louis has a very deep, deep line. Uh, four well, they lines. have a very deep line, but at the same time, they have a lot of me guys as well in St. Louis. I mean, you have David Perron, you have Ryan O'Reilly, you have Tyler Bozak. Three, okay. three guys who have mainly been known as me guys. The thing I like about me guys is, yes, they have the shoot-first mentality, but if they have the shoot-first mentality, another me guy can pull up to the net, grab the rebound, and put the puck in the back of the net. And that is what's really helped them. Okay, but with me, guys, their personality is that it's me first, I'm going to go get the puck, I'm going to screw everybody else on my line, I'm going to go for it. Mm-hmm. So the problem with St. Louis is that you have two of those me guys on the same line. But it hasn't showed in the series. Well, it hasn't shown in the second half either. So what's your argument? So my argument is, is was it the coaching that corrected this problem, or was it the me guys coming together and putting their differences aside and putting their egos to the side and saying, hey, let's just get this done? I believe it was the fact that they moved on to the second round. And the fact that they moved on to the second round, all the me guys came up and said, hey, uh, we're playing very well together, so let's just take what we got, shoot the puck, Anybody can grab the rebound, put it in the back of the net. As long as we're winning hockey games, that's all that matters. If we can make it to the Stanley Cup Finals and hoist Lord Stanley over our head, we've done something right. I say the coaching is the main factor. When you think about it, St. Louis fired their coach at the beginning of the year. They brought in a new face for St. Louis, and I think that's been the main difference. But did that hurt them? No, it didn't. It helped them. Because the thing with the second half that you noticed was that those me guys stepped up. Their stats improved after the All-Star break. Okay, so was it only the coach, or was it the coach coming to the guys and basically laying into them about how they need to play? I think it was the coach telling the me guys, like, hey, look, you need to work together as a team and make this team better. Let's not forget that David Perron, when he came here to Vegas, Gerard Gallant was one of the guys who made that second line work. Even though you had James Neal, you had David Perron, who are two guys who have been mainly known as me guys, you had them work together. And why was that? That was because Gallant basically said, hey, you two have to work together. And they did. So if you have a good coach who can whip people into shape and can get them together, you're going to have a good team. Okay, well, I would say that, yes, you need a good coach, but... It just depends on the age of the coach. Because I want to throw it to Chicago. Their coach right now, younger than half the players on the team. Oh, he's a baby. Yeah. 
And so you have guys like Kane, Taze. They don't respect him. Yeah, well, and they're not even going to listen to him. Yeah, they don't have respect for him, but they're also not going to listen. They're turning into the me guys that the Blackhawks don't want. So what do the Blackhawks need to do to fix that? Fire the coach, hire a new one. You know, they have. there's a very good uh, head coach that's going to be on the free agent market. And tell him who it is. Mike Babcock. Please explain to me how Mike Babcock is going to go to Chicago. How he's going to go to Chicago or how he's going to help the Blackhawks win a Stanley Cup? How he's going to go to Chicago. Because I don't see the Blackhawks winning a Stanley Cup. Sorry, he, my friend. He goes to the Blackhawks by grabbing his briefcase, a suit, and getting on a plane, going to Chicago, and signing a paper that says, I'm going to coach here. Okay, so why would he come to Chicago when there's a lot of other teams that would want his services that could have like more who? impact? Like who? Well, when you look at teams, let's look at Anaheim real quick. Because Anaheim is a team that, yes, is on the back end. I don't see that happening. Anaheim can hire uh, uh, L.A.'s former coach, uh, Daryl Sutter. Okay, how about Buffalo? Buffalo, who cares? Because here's the thing. Buffalo does have a very promising future. When you look at their talent and you look at all their prospects. Yeah, they have a very promising future as soon as they get rid of Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel's the captain. Who are they going to send him to? Who cares? Just get Eichel out of the league. He's basically turning into uh, Johnny Manziel. Well, no, not Johnny. Sorry, not Johnny Manziel. Um, there's a player I'm trying to think of. He got the head coach fired. Oh, he's blanking right now. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Oh, when All we right. go to break, and I'm, I'm right, going to figure it out. When we come back, Casper uh, Ghetto over here, he's <laughs> going to think about who he is thinking of. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the Chicago Blackhawks, I'm sorry about this, but I have them in the same uh, category as the team that you have on your hat in the Anaheim Ducks. Majority of their good players on their back end of their careers – they have horrible contracts. And then when you also think about it, why would a head coach like Matt, Mike Babcock, who has won multiple Stanley Cups, why would he go to a team that majority of their players on the back end? Same reason he's in Toronto, to win another cup. But Toronto has a lot of young players, however. Okay. You cannot forget that Toronto has a very good core around them. Yes. And that's the reason why he left Detroit to go to Toronto, because he saw the promise that they had there. Well, and also he's getting paid millions of dollars, too. That that could also entice him as well. I mean, wouldn't that entice you if you had millions of dollars being pushed your way? Probably. It just depends on the, the commas. Right. If there's, like, you know, one comma, two commas. Heck, I'm, there's I'm, only... I'm looking for four commas. You're seeing four commas? All right. Hopefully. All right. <laughs> it's just the point when it comes to Chicago Blackhawks is I get it. You're a Blackhawks fan. I used to be a Blackhawks fan. Yeah, what it's... happened? Well, what happened is that the Vegas Golden Knights showed up, a team that you bashed, by the way, even though you have them tattooed on your arm. I also have the Blackhawks tattooed on me. What's your point? My point is you got two teams tattooed on your arm. Hey, should that be an offense? No. Oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say something real quick. Should that be a problem if you have two teams in the same uh, same league? No, like whoever you want. All right, I I'm not gonna say nothing. I mean, there's probably Yankee and Mets fans and that live in New York. I don't there's, see how that's There's probably possible. Cubs and White Sox fans that live in Chicago. No, no, no. And there's a guy that uh, that is here in KSHP who's a White Sox fan. Believe me, he wouldn't be a Cubs fan even if he wanted to. Well, yeah, no, because the Cubbies are icky. No, the Cubs are awesome, mm-hmm. actually. That's the whole thing about the Chicago Cubs. You know, we're going to get into baseball in the second segment anyway. Yeah. I just don't see Mike Babcock going to Chicago. That's my mm-hmm. overall point. I just don't see it, whereas you do. Now, the final series that we were supposed to talk about was, in fact, the... Uh, Dallas and St. Louis series. 
because the thing with Dallas is that I thought they had a pretty good chance against St. Louis. But, you know, they're down 2-1 right now. I, do you think they can come back? Because 2-1 is not as big of a deal as a 2-0 right. deficit. Uh, You know, it all just depends on the play style that Dallas comes out to use. I mean, they're in front of their home crowd, and they've been on fire when they're in front of their home crowd. Yes, they lost game three, but that was that was a weird goal. I think that puck was, like, bounced in or tipped in or something. No, it was and, a knuckle puck. Yeah, there you go. Throwing it back to the Mighty Duck era. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Ben Bishop just couldn't catch it. So, you know, I personally feel like Dallas has a chance to, you know, come back and even up the series and maybe take it to a Game 7. I I have this series going seven games because both teams are so dominant and so fast and hard-hitting. Is there any series you see not going far? Not going to Game 6, not going to Game 7? Because... We had that sweep in the uh, first round. We all know yeah, about it. two games. Right. Or but, two series, sorry. Yeah, there was two series that had a four-game sweep. I'm trying to remember what the other one was. Uh, Islanders, Penguins. That's and the one I know. Hurricane, Hurricanes, uh, or sorry, Blue Jackets, Lightning. All right, thank you. For some reason, I blanked on the Blue Jackets and Lightning. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that was the best series. I only remember the Islanders sweeping the Penguins because they're the Penguins. Yes! So, yeah, it was a it was a Tuesday. We had our show right Right during the show, actually, they swept. Right, and we and, were both excited about it. You can go watch that mm-hmm. show on Spotify. And Apple Podcasts. Exactly. When I look at this uh, series, I don't think Carolina's going to sweep the Islanders. I think they're going to take at least one game when it comes to that. But overall, I don't see any teams getting swept in the second round. It's not like the NBA. Where the NBA, you already know there's going to be teams getting swept in the first round, Team swept in the second round. Well, we already round. basically know who's going to be in the finals on the West. Right, it's going to be the referees going up against the uh, scorecard. Pretty much. Exactly. I mean, it's just going to be another Golden State versus whoever because Cleveland's not even in it. Well, before we go to break and we get into our baseball segment, I do want to ask, Ethan, you were going to ask me a question at City National Arena. Yes. You told me that there was a question you were going to ask me about hockey I'm going to have you ask it. I was just curious if you knew all the all the teams that didn't have captains. All the teams that do not have a captain. Well, for first off, I know Vegas Golden Knights do not have a captain. I think the New York Rangers currently do not have a captain. And the other team, I think, that does not have a captain because they traded it recently. Isn't it, um... Wait, is it uh, Detroit? Yes. So you got three teams correct. Okay, which teams am I missing? You're missing three more teams. and those. Wow, teams... so three more teams. Wow. Yep. Ottawa Senators, Toronto Maple Leafs, and Vancouver Canucks. Wait, so Toronto does not have a captain? No, sir. I thought Matthews was a captain. Nope. He wow. doesn't have a letter at all. Well, okay, I know Tavares is the alternate. Mm-hmm. I remember that because his jersey has an A on it. Mm-hmm. Wow, so Ottawa doesn't have it? Oh, okay, that makes actually makes sense. No Carlson, no Stone, no Duchesne. I should have called that one. And Vancouver doesn't have one either. Let me guess, because the Sedins retired and they couldn't fill it? Pretty much. Man, I would have expected Bo Horvat. Personally, yeah. I thought he would have been the guy. Well, the Sedin sisters probably have a have a deal where nobody can be the captain ever again. Right. And who was the last uh, captain for the New York Rangers? Cause that's, Wasn't cause, it Mark Stahl? Because no. I, I want to say it was like Ryan McDonough. Before he went to Tampa Bay, but I could be wrong there. I will look that up right now. You will, he will look that up right now. We're going to take a 30-second break. Dun, 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 dun. All right, we'll be right back <laughs> here on Vegas Sports Hub. It's either Mike, uh, Mika Sabinajad, Matt Zuccarello, or Mark Stahl, 
Oh, no, they're serving as alternates. Okay. The last captain doesn't say. Because the six teams are very interesting. Because outside of Vegas, those other five teams have really not needed a captain. Ryan McDonough. Okay, so I was right. Yes. How was I right? No idea. Another edition of, who, how, of who Ian. Who watches the Rangers, though? Uh, depressed New York fans. Oof. Well, they only watch the Rangers so they can watch Knicks games. Madison Square Garden. Speaking of, would you go to Madison Square Garden for a hockey game? Oh, yeah. I would love to. I would love to go to all all 30, uh, 31 teams. How many How many arenas have you gone to? About eight or nine. I've gone to four. Well, I, I took a massive road trip, so <laughs> I've tried to find as many arenas as I could. Well, when we come back on Vegas Sports Hub, Ethan might be on another road trip by then. Oh, but when crap. we come back on break, we're going to get into our baseball segment. We're going to get into our MLB home run songs. And until the meantime, we'll be back on this commercial break. As a three-time international award-winning restaurant, Joe's New York Pizza uses only the freshest and best available ingredients. From giant slices of hand-tossed pie to calzones, strombolis, fingers, and wings, Joe's serves all your favorites. Stop in for a slice at one of their two Las Vegas locations at Paradise and Harmon or South Las Vegas Boulevard, or you can check out their menu at joesnewyorkpizzalv.com. The National Atomic Testing Museum is a national science, history, and educational institution that tells the story of America's nuclear weapons testing program at the Nevada test site. Located at 755 East Flamingo Road, just east of Paradise, the museum offers immersive, interactive experts for guests of all ages. The museum is Smithsonian certified and open seven days a week. For more information, visit nationalatomictestingmuseum.org. That's nationalatomictestingmuseum.org. When you bring your vehicle to Star Auto Care for Maintenance, you'll have a team of professionals at your service. Every one of our technicians has been factory trained and master status certified to ensure that you receive the highest quality and most effective service. Star Auto Care is located at 3540 East Tropicana Avenue, just east of Pecos. Star Auto Care is confident in their prices and will match any mechanic located within 20 miles. Bring your vehicle in today and let Star Auto Care give you the peace of mind you deserve when you service your car. Visit them online at starautocare.us. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and the latest lines on every game. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards on every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino, Fiesta Wildfire, or the El Cortez. Details at the Sportsbooks. On May 15, 1946, a young Tommy Kolax introduced Los Angeles to a hamburger with gusto. Over 70 years later, Tommy's hamburgers are world famous for their chili and chili burgers. Tommy's also features chili cheese dogs, breakfast burritos, chili tamales, thick milkshakes, and chili cheese fries. Dine in or carry out at Tommy's three Las Vegas locations, Craig in the 95, Boulder Highway just north of Harmon, and St. Rose just west of Eastern. Find the shack and you'll be back to Tommy's Hamburgers. 
Jumpers Jungle Family Fun Center is an indoor children's jump and party space in Las Vegas located at 2050 South Rainbow Boulevard. Kids of all ages can come and jump on our bouncers, race through the obstacle courses, speed down the mega slides, slam dunk into the basketball hoops, and much more. Are you looking for that perfect birthday party venue? Look no further. Jumpers Jungle has a party package that will fit your needs. Check out the open play schedule online at jumpersjungle.com or call 702-463-JUMP. It's time to jump your way to fun at Jumpers Jungle on the corner of Oki and Rainbow. Experience the vacation of a lifetime with Dream Vacation Week. Enjoy a fantastic seven-night resort vacation for a low price at some of the most popular destinations in the world. Don't take our word for it. Hear what our radio shopping show listeners have to say about Dream Vacation Week. Yes, we went to Park City, and it was the best. Oh my gosh, it was so wonderful. To Sedona, wonderful. It was a really good, really good experience. To book your vacation of a lifetime, visit them online at dreamvacationweek.com. That's dreamvacationweek.com. Destination, South Point. 11 great restaurants, bingo, bowling, movies, race books, sports books, spa, live entertainment, oversized rooms, and the rates, unbeatable. The South Point, Las Vegas. Book now. Online at southpointcasino.com or call 866-791-7626. southpointcasino.com or call 866-791-7626. At the South Point, Las Vegas, you're always a winner. The Sports Hub presents This Day in Sports History. 1989 NFL Draft. The Dallas Cowboys selected quarterback Troy Aikman with the first overall pick. In 1989, Texas Rangers pitcher Nolan Ryan blew a no-hitter in the ninth inning. In 1962, the New York Mets won their first game ever after going 0-9 to start the season as they beat the Pittsburgh Pirates 9-1. In 1958, Dodgers' Gail Hodges hit his 300th career home run, and Pee Wee Reese played in his 2000th career game. And in 1939, Boston Red Sox legend Ted Williams hit his first career home run. This has been Sports Hub's This Day in Sports History. Ian, have you seen Avengers Endgame yet? Yes, I have. What were your thoughts? Without any spoilers. My thoughts is that it was absolutely awesome, and it was a good wrap-up to an 11 years of the MCU. I'm I'm so glad you said that, and I'm so glad you saw it. I I love that movie. I saw it twice. All right. Such a good movie. All right, and welcome back to Vegas Sports Hub here on KSHP 1400 AM. That was the question Ethan wanted to ask me. It wasn't really <laughs> sports-related, but that was okay. Never, never has to be sports-related. All right, so now we're going to get into MLB home run songs because two weeks ago, hmm. my co-host here, Ethan Gettemeyer, wanted to stump me and have me do goal horn songs. And I, I just got, want you to know right now my heart's, like, pounding. His heart is pounding, just like the Carolina Panthers. Pretty much. Now, when it comes to... Keep pounding. Now, the thing about this... Is that two weeks ago you had me do the Goldhorn songs, which got me thinking of doing the equivalent to MLB, which is home run songs. Okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play ten. Cause we've, cause we've done ten the last three quizzes, so let's keep that going. Yep. So I'm gonna play ten. Home Ty Dillinger. Ten. 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 <laughs> I swear, if you use that in the uh, wrestling quiz we do uh, <laughs> later, later on Am in I this fired? show. 
Yeah, I will definitely fire you. <laughs> yes, you're fired. You no. can't fire me. Ah, quit. Right, so we're going to get into MLB walk-up songs. Here is song number one. Let's see if my co-host can get it. Welcome to Alcatraz. Is this walk-ups or home runs? This is home run songs. Question, uh, this is team number one. Is this Baltimore? Uh, incorrect. In fact, they actually said the team actually in the middle of it, and I got scared. Did this, they really? This is the Miami Marlins. Oh, okay. And this that song, makes more sense. That this, does sound a little... And this song is by DJ Khaled. Oh, see, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have put Khaled to Miami. Yeah, the walking meme himself. Obviously. Pretty much. All right, so... <laughs> Song number two. Let's see if my co-host here oh for can get one. this team. Is this uh, the Boston Bruins? No, no, that's not my answer. And what's your answer? That's called a meme, my friend. Okay, well, what's the team then? Um... Boston Red Sox? That's wrong. I know that. Yeah. Crap. I'm just having too much fun with this. This was the Los Angeles Angels. And this was Bro Him by Pennywise. Oh. So, yeah, I'm definitely happy. You're 0 for 2 right now. Oh, I should have known that because the Ducks use that. Exactly. I was kind of surprised you didn't get that one. Oh, man. Now, wow. here is team number three. Obviously, you're going to get the song right, but who's the team? I love the White Stripes. Exactly. <laughs> um. Oh, man. Uh, well, I'm, I'm trying to run through my mind of baseball teams. Yeah, oh, my gosh. To, I'm just trying to have him guess whose team this is here on Guess the MLB Home Run Song. Hmm. Baltimore? No. Uh. Really? That's correct. That is the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, wow. So you are one for, for three yeah, right okay. now. All right, so we're going to go to question number four. Number five. Oh, okay. So question number four. Obviously, my co-host did the math wrong yeah, on that one. I bit. think he confused himself somehow. Yeah, he did. So now here is question number four. Texas Rangers? No. Yeah, no. I, I guess that went a little too early. You are in the right state. Oh, it was, Houston Astros. It was the Houston okay. Astros. Their train should have immediately gave that away. Okay, well, I don't watch baseball. Well, for anyone who's been at Minute Maid Park, they know about the train that goes off any single time there's a home run. Guess what? I've never been Minute to Maid Minute Maid Park. I actually went there, by the way, in 2009. It actually wasn't that bad. I, that's kind of on my goal. I would love to go to Texas. and. Now, here is question number five. And if you do not get this, I'm going to be upset because you played it two freaking weeks ago. Oh, did I? 
I love Fallout Boy. I know you love Fallout Boy. Last but time I team? last time I checked, this is the Athletics. Yeah. See, I, I, rem I remember that song. Yeah, because here's the thing about my co-host, Ethan Gettemeyer. He played about four or five songs two weeks ago, and I was super tempted to take out all five of them and not play any of them. You should have. I would have been okay with that. Right, but I only left one in because I wasn't going to be that mean toward him. Well, it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter, and there's 25 other teams I could confuse you with anyway. Well, and you've confused me with a few of them so far. Exactly. Now we're going to move on to song number six. You have been two for five so far. I'm having fun. Is this a team in Japan? <laughs> no, it is not a team from Japan. This is an actual song used by a team. And I make fun of it because every single time. Is this the White Sox? This should be the Chicago White Sox. Wait, but can I have a guess, though? Another guess? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Dodgers? It should be the Dodgers, too. But, no, this is, the, this is the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, God. Otherwise known as... I don't actually... I don't mind the Milwaukee Brewers. I have nothing against them. I have nothing against Milwaukee, either. But they're a division rival towards me. So that's why I make fun of this song so much. I have nothing against the Braves or the uh, Brewers. Question number seven. This is a team that Ethan knows I dislike, so this should narrow it down super easy. So here we go. Question number seven. The White Sox. What? This is the former affiliate of the Las Vegas 51s and oh, the New the York Mets. Mets. The New York Mets. Okay. So you are two for seven. Wait, you don't... Oh, yeah, that's right. You were telling me you don't like Oh, them. yeah, I told you about that a while back. Yeah. Here is song number eight. So you so you are right now two I'm for two seven. For, yeah. Man, if you finish three for ten again, I'm going to laugh. Dude, I truly don't care. I'm having fun. You're having a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun here as well on Vegas Sports Hub. And we got our MLB home run songs. Here is song number eight. <laughs> Oh my god, I know this. No, I played this one. Oh no. Um well, we already know it's Skrillex. Yeah. I wanna say it's the Dodgers, but at the same time I don't think that's right. Is that your final answer? Uh no. Um Oh my god. Uh what other teams are there? Um, I'll give you five seconds. Five seconds? Oh crap! Uh, uh, Yankees. It's wrong. I know that. Just give me the booze. There you go. This um, is the San Diego Padres. Okay. Playing, I knew, playing out there at Petco Park. I had a feeling it was a California team. Well, you would have been right about that. Question yeah. number nine. I know this song so well. Yeah, your cubbies use it. I, it's not my answer. What's the answer? No, I'm going to stick with Cubs. I knew the Cubs used it. Who else? No, the Cubs use uh, It Takes Two. 
That's the Cubs one. This is my grandpa's favorite team, the New York Yankees. Oh, see, I don't watch the Crankies. Sorry. All right, so you are two for nine. Who cares get, about that crappy team out in New York? So if you get the last one, then you will have gone three for ten, which is what you did during the wrestling quiz. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going for I'm going two for ten. All right, here is question number ten, final one. What other MLB teams have I not said? You know, this sounds a little bluesy, so... I want to see what your answer is for this one. Hmm. I'm trying to think. What other teams have I not said? Uh, Braves? I told you I was going two for ten. All right, Ethan, you've gone two for ten on this quiz, and you went three for ten on the quiz. Was that the Cardinals? That was the San Francisco Giants. Oh, I, I don't watch the Giants. I don't. And before we end the home run song, just as a bonus, I want to play this song because obviously it is one of my favorites. Oh, okay. There's your Cubs. I want yeah, you to of know. Course I, of course, I wanted to play that. I want you to know, when we do this wrestling theme songs, I'm not taking it easy now. Dude, I I'm went going, 7 I'm, for 10 on the previous one. Okay, I'm going for the throat, though. Okay, so Ethan, just to keep record for everyone who is keeping score at home. They're not, Ethan they went, don't really care. Ethan went 3 for 10 on the last one, and he went 2 for 10 on this one. I'm 5 for 20. Yeah, you're 5 for 20. I went 7 for 10 and on you're my gonna first go for, one. And you're going to go 0 for 10 on the wrestling one. I highly doubt that, due to my wrestling knowledge. Okay. All right, so now we're going to get into the overall baseball aspect of it. I just wanted to talk about the Las Vegas Aviators real quick. I just wanted to give them a special shout-out. I went and saw their game last Sunday, wrote an article about it. Definitely go check that out on VegasSportsHub.com. Wrote about the fact that Padres prospect Luis Uera hit three home runs in a single game for the El Paso Chihuahuas as they beat the Las Vegas Aviators on Sunday afternoon. Now, the Las Vegas Aviators, they lost 4-3 tonight at Reno as they faced the Reno Aces, the AAA affiliate of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And the Aviators have had a very bad slump as of late, losing 7 of their last 9 after starting 9-1 on the season. Now, Ethan, I wanted to ask you, I know this is a minor league team, obviously, but if a team lost 7 out of 9, what do you think that means for a team? Well, they have to bounce back and, you know, get in the gym, hit the cages. Uh, The pitchers need to work on their throwing, apparently. Uh, I don't know what else there is. Uh, They just need the mentality. They need to build up their confidence. Exactly. Because the problem with a slump doesn't matter if it's baseball, hockey, football, basketball, regardless of the sport. Going through a slump is obviously something no team ever wants, but it does happen. And the fact that the Aviators have this brand new ballpark, a lot of people want them to win. Isn't that right? When you have a new ballpark, you have new team logo, team new name, everything. Pretty much, yeah. A lot of people are going to want them to win. Kind of like the Knights in their first year. Right. So with them, so with the Aviators being second place in our division right now, it will be interesting to see what happens for the rest of the year. want to give a special shout-out. want to just talk about the fact that the Aviators will be back at home later this week as they face the Fresno Grizzlies from May 3rd to May 6th. 
So definitely go ch- go to the Las Vegas ballpark. Go watch a game. Go support your local baseball team out there, just like you would if the Vegas Golden Knights were out still playing as it is right now. You know, I've been out I mean to ask you about this. The can the Can Am hockey tournament that's going on at City National Arena. Do you know about it? Uh, I just saw posters up today for it. I didn't even know that was going on. Well, for all these Golden Knights fans who are uh, diehards, do you think they would go out and watch hockey like that? Do you think they would watch, you know, kind of no. semi-pro junior level hockey? Nope. If it's not if it's not the big guys, then they don't want anything to do with it. Well, explain to me why that is. Why do you think a lot of people now? And I'm not, and I brought up the Canon hockey, but this could relate to the Aviators, even uh, CSN baseball and UNLV baseball as well. Why do you think a lot of semi-pro slash college level uh, sports isn't being acknowledged that much? Because no one really cares about them. I and, hate to say it, but... And why does no one care? Well, I was just about to say something. Okay. I don't remember my argument, though. <laughs> they they don't care because it's not big guys. It's not the pros. It's not the guys that are getting paid the millions and millions of dollars. It's guys that want to be paid that much money. But wouldn't it be special to see these semi-pro slash college-level guys, wouldn't it be special for you to see them now... So then when they do get brought up to the major leagues, when they do get brought up to that pro level, you could look back and say, hey, I saw that guy when he was playing college ball. Yeah, kind of like Noah Syndergaard when he was with the 51s and then went to the Mets. Right, or Shane Victorino, who became yeah. a two-time World Series champion after leaving the 51s. I mean, personally, I would go and watch him. I I kind of want to. I just have to figure out what the days are. Um, well, well, Fresno, May 3rd to May 6th. You can definitely go check that out. Is that the that's the Aviators, right? That is the Las Vegas Aviators. Yeah, I'm going on the on the 22nd to watch that game. Well, definitely stay tuned for that. May 22nd, Las Vegas Aviators. It's just the one thing about local sports in Las Vegas. I feel like they need more attention. Because the, the Las Vegas... Because the Vegas Golden Knights, they're a team that you could promote regardless. You know, they're an NHL team. Everyone knows about them. But is it hard for someone to promote a local sports team when it comes to AAA Las Vegas Aviators or even the AA Las Vegas Wranglers back then? There was a hard time promoting them as well. If you remember back in the later years. Yeah, there was later, never a game years. sold out. They never had a sold out game. But is that the problem of the team and their promoting skills or is that the fans forgetting about them and trying to uh, trying to find other venues it's the fans forgetting about them they had no problem promoting you saw billboards you saw commercials on on tv and on radio you saw the if you walked in the orleans they had wrangler stuff almost everywhere even in in like sports stores they were selling wrangler gear all the time so it wasn't the promotional stuff it was the fans saying hey our team sucks we're going to go find something better to do. I mean, I loved going to the Wrangler games because they were, well, they were about $12 a ticket, and it was a cheap weekend thing to do. We would go Friday, Saturday, and sometimes Sunday just as a family family uh, trip. But, well, you know. Well, the I, argument that I would make is that the promotions is something that needs to be fixed. How so? Because when you look at a lot of these teams, like the Aviators – the weekends, they sell themselves. Obviously, mm-hmm. for any sports team, if your Friday, Saturday, Sunday isn't nearly sold out, then you have a problem. Sold out or sold out? Sold out. Okay. Not sell out. We're not mm-hmm. talking about Seth Rollins and the authority back in the, a couple okay, years ago. Okay, but he was good okay. with the authority. Right, right. But when I look at teams, 
your weekend, it's going to sell itself. Sometimes. Like, if it doesn't sell, then you have a bigger problem outside of your team. But those Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday games are the ones where you really need to put effort to sell. And with the Las Vegas Aviators, I've noticed that when they have $2 beer night, when they had the discounted hot dogs back at Cashman, I don't remember if they still have them now, but they had the discounted hot prices, they had the $2 beer night, then they had those t-shirts and jersey nights. It used to be jam-packed mm-hmm. because it was a very interesting promotion. Mm-hmm. I but, always went on bobblehead night. Right, exactly. I but love that, the bobblehead. But that was because the promotion enticed you, correct? Pretty much, yeah. Well, the problem with the majority of, the, of these teams now is that it's hard for them to find promotions to get people to entice them to come in. Like the Las Vegas Lights, I wanted to mention them because they're a good because they're a good product. Mm-hmm. But I don't think many people really know about them, or if they do, they don't go to a lot of games. I think people know about them. It's just finding the people, and this is going to sound bad, and I don't mean it to sound mean or anything, but it's you have to find the people that actually like soccer. Right, you need to find the uh, the correct fan base. Exactly, because right? there's a lot of people like myself that don't pay attention to soccer. I have no interest in soccer. So, you know, I won't go to a Lights game. I won't even – I might go to a WNBA game just because it sounds kind of fun. But other than that, I would probably only go to one game. I It's just – you have to find the stuff that interests you. Right, and even the Las Vegas Aces, the WNBA team. I mean, their promotions are okay. I'll, I'll say that. Have you been to any of the games? I have not because of one reason. Because they really haven't given me any promotions that have enticed me. Yeah, I, I agree. But I also, it's at the MGM Grand Arena, so tickets are pretty expensive. Right, so the point I'm trying to make is that it's not just the ticket prices. Because yes, that does factor in. But a lot of people get enticed and a lot of them buy a ticket because of the promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to bring up the bowl ring real quick. Because I am a big fan of racing, as a, as a lot of people here at the studio know. They've had a problem in the past because outside of Night of Fire, which is their July 3rd race, which has always been their biggest night, mm-hmm. they have a hard time finding people because their promotion, their promotional material is hard to find. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to find a lot of information about the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. What are you going to what kind of stuff can you promote? Are you going to give like, away like for example, like a piece they had the a, like they had like military appreciation night where free members of the military or firefighters where they got in for free. Okay, well, that's cool for them. But what does that do for, like, the general public? Well, that's my point, is that a lot of these teams now, they need to work on their promotional material and try to get more eyeballs and more people to come in. I kind of like that idea for the Speedway. You know, for the general public, as a giveaway, you get a piece of the car. But what type of car? Is it going to be a brand-new car? No, is it's it going to be, be a race junk car. car? It's going it... to be a race car. Give him, like, Kyle Busch's, like, steering wheel, half of his steering wheel or something. Okay. I'll, All right. I'll me... take his tire. All right, well, I mean, you kind of sh- – oh, so you're talking about, like, strip away every single part yeah. of the car. Like, hey, here's a carburetor. Yeah. Hey, here's a piston. And have, like – have them, like, sign it or something. I think that would be kind of, like, a cool idea. I mean, only, like, 15 people might get something, but – Right. Maybe give away, like, two or three cars that they're not using anymore. All right, you're talking about cars that have already been, you know, Pretty put much. out of commission. Pretty much. I mean, that's not a bad idea. It just – I'm just – because me and you kind of come into an agreement here. Is that Surprisingly. When it, is that when it comes to promotions, they just need to work on it because a lot of these teams are very good. It's just not many people are tuning in. Pretty much. One final topic I wanted to get into before we end Vegas Sports Hub is who has the best starting lineup in MLB? And I wanted to bring up the point that the Philadelphia Phillies 
have, without a doubt, one of the best lineups I have ever seen. When you have a guy like Bryce Harper, who we argued is, you know, clutch or not. Me and you had an argument about that. I think he's clutch in certain situations, not all the time. But when you have a guy like Bryce Harper, you have JT Romuto, who's an all-star catcher. You have Gene Segura, who's a very solid shortstop. You have Rias Haskins, who is going to be a future star in baseball at, at first base. I think that it's a great thing for the Philadelphia Phillies to having a 1-5 through five is one of the best lineups in all of baseball. The only other team I can compare it to is the Houston Astros. When you have Jose Altuve, George, who's a MVP, don't mind. Don't mind me adding. Jose Altuve, MVP. You have George Springer, who had a great World Series performance a while back. You have you have guys like uh, Alex Bregman, who is on the cover of uh, MLB, uh, I think it's like RBI Baseball 19, which definitely you should go check out. You have Carlos Correa, former number one overall pick, and is a bright star on that Astros team. When you look at their lineup for both of these teams, they are very competitive. In fact, you know what? Astros versus Phillies in a World Series, that would be very interesting. I would definitely love to watch that. Okay, but who's your team, though? I just wanted to ask that. Uh, so my family basically roots for the Phillies, so by ruling, I like the Rangers. All right. I like how that is. It's like, oh, my family does it, and so I do this. Yeah, pretty much. All right, well, that's definitely something I can relate to as myself. Just when I look at MLB, I think an Astros-Phillies World Series would be very enticing for people, and I think a lot of people would be intrigued by that because of the star power, because of all the all-stars, former um, number one overall picks, very enticing for the fans. And that's the one thing you need to remember. Entice the fans to watch it. It's not like the NBA. How can you entice NBA fans? That's just a little tangent we'll talk about next week. But it's very hard to entice NBA fans when they watch the same finals over and over and over again. Well, this year it won't be because uh, Cleveland's not in it. Right, but Golden State's in it again. Pretty much. Exactly. So you're watching the same thing, rinse rinse and repeat. Sort of. All right, so I'm going to have what I like to call final word. So, Ethan, I want to have your final word. What is the final thought on your mind in the sports world right now? Uh, Go Avalanche. All right, your thoughts are go Avalanche. I wanted to say that I think the Bruins are going to come back and beat the Columbus Blue Jackets. They're down 2-1. I like that we both had a hockey thought. We both had a hockey thought when it came to uh, our last word, and I definitely think that is very interesting because the hockey world is on fire right now. And uh, this was Vegas Sports Hub here on KSHP, 1400 AM. I'm your host, Ian Kelly. That was my co-host, Ethan Gettemeyer. Thank you, sir. And uh, go check us out on social media. We have our website, www.vegasportshub.com. Go check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Vegas Sports Hub. And do not forget to, do not forget to read our articles that's also published on vegasportshub.com. And I will say once again, this was Vegas Sports Hub here on KSHP 1400 AM, and we will see you next time.
It's Brian Blessing, weekdays, noon to 2, on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Wendy King. President Trump met with top Democrats to discuss improving the nation's infrastructure. This was a very, very good start. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says the president agreed with Democrats to spend $2 trillion on infrastructure. We're very excited about the conversation that we had with the president. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi called it a very productive meeting. Building infrastructure of America has never been a partisan issue. Schumer was asked how the Democrats can hope to work with the president while the House leads investigations into him. I believe we can do both at once. No congressional Republicans took part in the session. One suspect is in custody after a shooting at the University of North Carolina that left two people